This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Holly. Oh, gosh. I hope you have anything more about Prince Philip. We just, our hearts, we really feel genuinely sorry for the queen and the rest of the family. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Lori, Julia, that's the big story of the day, is one of the big stories of the day. Prince Philip passing away today at the age of 99. Well, he and Queen Elizabeth were married for over 70 years, Mm. you know, and and that that is literally a lifetime relationship. Well, we've got some odds and ends here about the passing of Prince Philip. Prince Charles, his son, paid his respects after his father died at Windsor Castle this afternoon. This according to People.com. This just came hours after Prince Philip's passing. uh, Reportedly passed away peacefully. um, And uh, that's where he and Queen Elizabeth at Windsor Castle have spent most of this past year during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, Charles was the only visitor to Prince Philip during Philip's hospital earlier this year he had spent over a month in the hospital so uh he got to be with mom today mm-hmm. do you think that at some point in the family there will be like some black humor around the fact that dear old dad died on the day of his anniversary to camilla no oh, i'm sure there will be some mm-hmm. kind of joke uh, you yeah know, yeah and I, then seeing yeah. diana and she would kind of like that and he would like it and they would make a joke about it because apparently he was you know well we know from the crown he was a very fun loving yes, jokey guy that sometimes got in trouble Yes. Yeah. I think, you know, once the initial grieving process uh, is gone through, then perhaps, you know, and it's just kind of like, you know, grief is a a very complicated thing. and, And sometimes humor is a channel of grief. And yeah. so, you know, they're and they're human beings. Mm-hmm. Like, let us all remember. Yes, they yes. are uh, the British monarchy. They are part of this centuries long institution, but they are relations to each other. Prince Philip is somebody's husband, father, grandfather, yeah. uncle, all of these things to these people. You know, and one of the relationships I think that was really important to Prince Philip, at least the optics, is with his grandson, Prince Harry. Mm-hmm. And uh, through their Archwell website, Harry and Meghan have made a statement today. It's just a, a just a very blank piece of a website. It says, His Royal Highness, the Duke of Edinburgh, thank you for your service. You will be greatly missed. Yeah. And then would it have like his birth, death year? Yeah, 1921 oh. to 2021. Oh, my gosh. Pretty incredible. Pretty incredible life. And I am sure Harry is coming back. Oh, of course he is. Yes. uh, Rumor has it, by all means, Harry is going to be traveling back to the UK for a memorial service for Prince Philip. Uh, Meghan Markle, she's very pregnant right now. She's not. So she is not. She probably is going to be staying behind. We Mm -hmm. can all kind of make that assumption. Uh, And, uh, well, it seems that the UK government website accidentally revealed the date of Prince Philip's funeral. Uh-oh. I was wondering why we, we knew, knew right because away. they said he eight said, days of mourning for right. Queen Elizabeth, and I'm like, wow, they're already letting us know, because I know there are binders and funeral of funeral plans and protocols, and Queen Elizabeth is London Bridge, and apparently Queen Philip's plans are referred to as Fourth Bridge. Right. They've known what they want to do, but I was really surprised we found out. Uh, the morning of Saturday, April 17th. Wow. According to a report uh, from the UK's uh, website, or uh, website, <laughs> the UK website, uh, the, according to the Express, uh, that is going to be Saturday, April 17th, hmm. and saying that on April 9th, Buckingham Palace, you know, announcing the passing. And from this date, a period of national mourning will begin and will continue for eight days until the morning of the funeral.
Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, on the other flip side of this, the BBC has set up a complaint line for people who want to complain about too much coverage of the passing of Prince Philip. Well, I mean, that may be, but listen, there's a whole, the crown, and I mean, he yeah, the, the life that he's had, even that book, The Rose Code by Kate Quinn, where Prince Philip is part of it, because he, he had quite, quite a, a, you know, quite a record being in the British Navy during yes. World War II and stuff. I, this I is a once in a lifetime fascinated kind of with a thing. Him, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and you know, thinking about the span of Prince Philip's life, we just said it, 1921 yeah. to 2021. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is pretty much the scope of 20th century history, yeah. save for, you know, World War One. Prince Philip was living a life that was right in the center yeah. of uh, 20th century history. Mm-hmm. And so looking back at his life, you you could look at many different facets of uh, the 20th century, particularly in the UK in particular, but also on a, on a global scale. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you want to complain, you can go over to the BBC <laughs> and, and complain because Master Chef and Gardener's World had to be pulled. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, you know. We gotta, we gotta pay our respects. And here. you know what? I, I think by all accounts, he did not want any. He did not want to lie in state. And no. He did not want a big fuss. No, 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 no fuss. No. But he's entitled to one. Yes, he is. Yeah, but you know, some mm-hmm. people decide yeah. not to be fussed over. Yeah, and, right. and those are his wishes. Okay. Uh, going back to something now, I didn't listen to the entire vintage scandal this week, but uh, you can listen to it on the Lori and Julia podcast, which you should get on the My Talk app. It's available to you right now. <clears throat> Excuse me, but Michael Hammer, Army oh. Hammer, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dad mm-hmm. is the center of a new Netflix documentary for his alleged role in one of the art world's biggest scandals. Yeah. When Lori, he had Lori the, the Chinese artist yes. from Queens who did all who could fake all these things. Twenty two, I his, think, and his gallery pieces, sold yep. them for millions and millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. That's right. So this is something that we're going to have to keep on the radar. Yeah. It's a new documentary called "Made You Look: The A True Story of Fake." Art and Army Hammer's dad, his name is Michael. Michael, yeah. And he owned an art gallery which closed in 2011 after being accused of selling $80 million in fake paintings by people like Mark Rothko and Jackson Pollock. Now, to give you context for those paintings, not really surprising that perhaps somebody could pull that off because Jackson Pollock, you know, the splatter paint. Yeah. Mark Rothko painted squares. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So mm-hmm. These were made out of a garage in Queens by a forger and a math professor. And and, and the, the fact that his dad got off when you know yeah, he, he ordered it, yep. he got off on some kind of, you know, technicality or something. Basically, mm-hmm. yeah, that that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is this is very interesting. You know, not the first time that there's been the high profile art forgers. Did you guys ever watch the Richard Gere movie, The Hoax? Yes, yes. Okay, well, that's about the guy who was profiling a guy who made fake Picassos and other paintings mm-hmm. and Monet's, I think, and Monet's, and then Richard Gere's character made a fake phone call to Howard Hughes and then wrote a book about it. And Mm -hmm. Howard Hughes had to come out of hiding to say that, no, this guy did not write about me. Yeah. So lots of wild scams. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. Army Hammer's family. Mm -mm -mm. Wow. Jeez. All right.
will never be lonely. How much did we love that album? Oh, I love this album. I mean, yes. Rocco, if you would, there was just there were like was a, a few years album. where we know the song words to every song. Yeah, this album, and and it's so weird because I don't like much of Counting Crows music beyond this album. This is the yeah. album. This maybe is one or two songs. But yeah, it's front to back. This Every album just song. killed. Mm-hmm. It does. And they kind of came out of nowhere. They, they did. did. Like, he was this band and they're amazing. And, and he dated all the hotties. His, his magical magician uh, aura was cast a spell Jennifer on a Aniston. lot of beautiful people. Who else? I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's time for Weekend Picks and they are brought to you by AARP of Minnesota and we have been touting uh, the AARP magazine, which I find a lot of stuff in. Uh, Michael Douglas is on the cover this month. But their website, also, they give you great information, people. Go check it out. I mean, they're a great resource. Did All you right. get some of your weekend picks from going there today? Well, I, I, I cannot tell a lie. Um, no. Okay. Okay. Here's a couple of things that I'm going to choose for the weekend, though. All right. One of them is 60 Minutes on Sunday night. They're going to do a Prince Profile. Yes, so, set your DVR. Set your DVR. Yeah, I think people are going to want to see that. They're talking about what Paisley Park and the new out release knows? of the Vault and stuff. I set the DVR set in the that DVR. one room in case we want audio on Monday because oh, I guess yeah, it's good a call. it's a big darn deal a, what they, they've gotten able, into this because it's going to be the fifth year anniversary upcoming. Yes, and, and Paisley Park is open. Yes, they are. If people want to go there over the weekend, it is uh, open. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. so people can you just do have that. to make a reservation because yeah, it's do. a timed thing. And so is the Science Museum Minnesota. And I just want to give a shout out to what they are um, showing. Volcanoes is the movie that's mm-hmm. going to be there in ancient caves, and that's you know this would be a good weekend to do it if it's going to look like this outside. I would agree. It's going to yeah. be cold, cold and windy outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally. Finally, it happened to me. I'm just going to make up lyrics. Okay. That's all I got. Marco, what do you got? You can always well, go to the zoo. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, I'm going to play a little. This is a band I like a lot, the Decemberists. Oh, yeah? Oh, I like them. And they were supposed to be at Surly Field in August, but they canceled their summer tour. But they're going to be doing three uh, shows the next three Sundays, live streams. This is the story of your red right angle. This is probably the first song I ever liked. How it came to meet your uh, so I think I might watch that Sunday yeah. night. Um, I'm going to the Twins game Sunday afternoon, and I just looked. Um, nice weather, right? It looks, it's looks, you know, it's cloudy and like fifty-ish, sixty-ish. But um, I just looked. Saturday's game appears to be sold out of, on the official Twins website, mm-hmm. but Sunday's game I was able to. Click on some tickets. So if you're feeling the Twins game, oh, Rocco's fun. feeling sporty because you've got that, oh, and then gosh. two Timberwolves. Next yeah, week. so yeah, next week it's crazy. I'm going to Twins on Sunday, Timberwolves Monday, Timberwolves on Wednesday. I'm jealous. Yeah. I think you're that's fully so... vaccinated. Though, I am. Rocco, I had so the running like a, done. So you're like the bird that's been let out. <laughs> <I know. laughs> no <But> kidding. <laughs> both stadiums were not like Texas, where they're putting, you know, letting everybody go. Yeah. Um, but like both stadiums is what twenty five percent. Yeah. I mean, it's... no, and we have people. I talked to two people that went to the twins opener yesterday mm-hmm. and they said everything's really slick you feel really safe the only thing the kink they need to work out is the food and beverage kink because you got to order too long? Oh. off an app 
And then there might be, you know, they just have to work I'm that out. I'm worried about the printers not being able to have menus. You know what I appreciated at Bungalow, the Bungalow Club? They had a th- nice, thin piece of paper menu that they said they were throwing away after each one, but it was recyclable and we didn't have to do the, scroll around on our, our phones. Yeah. Lori and I, obviously, if anyone knows we're us, we, that we way, go but through I paper. I do think about the printers, and I think there's something about lingering over a menu rather than mindlessly... Then, Searching okay. on your phone. Yeah. yeah it's nice know. to take a break from the screen. It yes. is. So anyway, I hope printing comes back. Yes. Oh, Lori. <laughs> I hope this is not the new way of restaurants. Oh, I would hate it this if we QR have to scan phone, like, everything. Yeah. Yuck. All right. Um, I did notice uh, this. I'm going to pull a museum. I'm going to play the museum card. Okay. A Julia card. Okay. The Minnesota History Museum has a new exhibit opening tomorrow. And it's about Sinclair Lewis, the author of the book Main Street, The Pride of Sauk Center. Yes. And uh, so that'll be interesting. It's called Sinclair Lewis, A Hundred Years of Main Street. That yeah. did look like mm-hmm. a cool exhibit. All I right. read that book a while back. Yeah, and I've, Which one? Main Street? The Main Street, yeah. I've never read that. Have you? <sighs> it's not our thing. I, no, I feel like I was supposed to read it in like a class in college. And I got, remember, you could get the Cliff Notes oh. version of certain books. <laughs> I love, okay. I love Cliff Notes. Of, of a classic book. And I feel like that's how I read that book. What? Is it good? You know, it's it was a, it's kind of about small, small town, town, prairie, Minnesota. And, you know, somebody that maybe feels like they're, you know, the people are kind of uh, conservative and, you know. Yeah, the, the story needs to get is out of there. it's the same. You could do a modern update of this story. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I kind of cheated on that book but. because it was easier and you had places school. to go yeah maybe grandma's was open yeah it two was for one for sure that's <laughs> lounge that's right um okay here's a couple things okay. music wise so tonight and tomorrow night at the chan you can do dinner and a show or just a show in the big theater side the music is forever everly and it's pill uh paul and tim francich and then amy and um boyd lee and so Paul and Tim Brothers, Amy and Boyd are married, and then Mary Jane Alm, and they're singing all the Everly Brothers music. Oh, that'd which, be beautiful. They have so many songs. They you could they do we could kids. do a deep dive, Rocco, sometime on the Everly Brothers and how influential, you know, they are musically to so many bands. But anyway, so that's tonight and tomorrow, and the show's called Forever Everly, so a tribute show. And then tonight and tomorrow night. They're getting funky over at the Minnesota Music Cafe, the good, the bad, and the funky. And they are always fun to dance to. And They're totally fun. And we like the Minnesota Music Cafe because it's huge. It's huge with high, high, high ceilings. Yeah. And then I have one shout out for a TV show. Okay. And that is on HBO. And it's called The Nevers. Are you going to watch this? Of course, oh, Julia. It's yuck. like Bridgerton meets... Um, Horror. Maybe Charmed. Horror. Maybe like Charmed. Oh, really? You think it's that? Yeah, because there's like magic. It's and... magic. It's magic. Oh, think I thought... of the Secret Lady Circus. Oh, like yeah. That. So on an unremarkable day in 1896, so it's going to be beautiful clothes. All right. When Londoners are all going about their late Victorian business, Jules. Yes. Everyone stops to witness this spectral glow in the sky. Okay. Okay. 
And it's not Glenda the Good Witch. No, it is not. And in the phenomenon, phenomenons, how do you say that? Phenomenon. Phenomenons. I don't know if Phenomenons. Rick, right. thank you. Young women begin to manifest special powers. All right. Think about how patriarchal and everything, yeah, how yeah, awful yeah. it is, in, you know, for women. This situating, this situation, according to the harumphing old men who hold all the power, um, you know, they don't like it. And so, uh, Apparently, it's quite good, and um, American Horror Story veteran Dennis O'Hare, you'll recognize him. He turns up as a madman in a lab coat, which right there, I'm also in. Oh, uh, really? All yeah. right. So that's on HBO on Sunday night. And that's what I have. I and now it. I've got pickup lines. All right, lines. just okay, hold on. All right, okay. now should I film you? I don't know. All right, well, we'll just try it. We'll I don't see know. if we can come Julia, up with In honor of the masters, I thought I would do some, some golf, golf pickup lines. <laughs> and then also in honor of um, just mean people everywhere, some mean pickup lines. Okay, so, mean in golf. Yeah, okay. okay. Not that we're... Your putt looks great in those jeans. Oh, I get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Want to be my caddy? You look like you'd be a good ball washer. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Um, let's see. I'm known on the tour for having a lengthy club. <laughs> no, say that one again. <laughs> I'm known on the tour for having a lengthy club. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, Lori, we really don't. Well, you're the one who has to hear it again. No, we really don't. I'm like the masters. Long and hard. Crack across the face. I don't know who these are going to work for. I don't know anyone yet. So far, the best one is your putt looks great in these jeans. Or this, I just finished a round of golf. How would you like to be my 19th hole today? Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is nasty. Also could get you a yeah, slap in the face, I think but maybe a laugh. Maybe a laugh. Mm-hmm. Okay. A guy broke his putter today. Oh, is that what they're calling that? <laughs> That's a pretty good one. That is a good one. I broke my putter. Can you help me find it or put it back together? Mm-hmm. In real life on the Masters today, a guy did, did break, break his, his putter, putter in real life. And that's not a pickup line. It's not. Like he snapped it across yeah. his knee or something? Yeah. He was oh, crabby. And he- Rocco, we love it when people get snapped <laughs> over the knee. <laughs> Um, so you can make anything dirty. Mm-hmm. Do you get a, a well? There's got to be some stroke jokes coming up. Oh, in your, okay, Rocco, gotcha. I didn't yeah, want to step on your because I was going to say, does, is there a stroke penalty for busting your your club over your knee? I mean, that seems like one golf. stroke. One stroke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do they? Do and they? if you're really if you good, go in the water. strokes. <laughs> <laughs> See, now Donnie would play a bed of music underneath yeah. this Rocco that we're going to have to get you. To um, find it's it was kinda just like, kind of like sexy, I see. sexy music, bedroom music. Yeah, cheesy music. I like that we're bringing the pick out li- pickup lines out again. Well, they were they had gone away for a while. Yeah, yeah, they didn't and feel now, appropriate, and we couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't go them, anywhere. But now I feel like things are happening. Yes. Gonna, I mean, it really started with the senior citizen pickup lines. Uh, those were they were very funny, very funny. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Next week, maybe I'll go back to the mean, insulting pickup lines because people, sometimes it's easier to be mean and insulting than nice when you're just getting back out into the world, into the world. Yep. 
Or do you think you should, I should go with the soft and good guarantee? No, that? go mean. Mean and insulting. <laughs> go mean and it go home. It fits everybody's mood. It kind of does. It does. We're just It kind of does in the next weekend. And next... we don't have time for BS anymore. No. We don't. All right, listen, we come back. Um, the rest of the headlines, and guess who has, you're going to die, who has a new job. Okay. And did we figure out what we're singing? Should we talk about it during the break? No, we, we know, know what we're what singing. Okay, cool. You better Marco? let me know. Okay. And we'll I did you. let you know. You did? Well, maybe You weren't I listening. Maybe okay, I didn't. Right. <laughs> it was when you were answering the phone. Okay, yeah. thank you. <laughs> that's five M's, Rocco, in m Yeah, that's the way she wrote it, but I, right. I Googled it today. Oh, you did? I think it's three capital M's and then capital B-O-P. But okay, so um, I'm glad yeah. that you didn't say we have seven minutes left, Rocco. Um <laughs> Because we really have 10. Or how many? No, six? we really only have like four Okay, so left. I'm just going to tell you this news really quick, and then Please. we're going to move on. Yeah. Justin Timberlake um, oh. is going to play gong show host Chuck Barris in an hour-long series project. On um, Apple TV. Oh, please! Uh, Didn't we already have a Chuck Barris? Yeah. Uh, I feel like we them. did. This but... is this is terrible, terrible. I don't even want to. Okay, hear about then it. do you want to know this? No, Phoebe wanna... Waller Bridge lands the female we lead. We already talked about Fine. that. Tell me about Sugar okay, Sugar. Okay, so Sugar Sugar. I'm trying to convince every Friday. We what song are we going to sing today? And since we have limited range, Rocco, yeah, we're not you. We can't do Motown. We There's can't do many anything. songs we can't do. Sugar Sugar is in our fodder. It was written by Andy Kim. Which we love because he wrote Gently. Gently. And the song came out in 1969, and it was number one around the world, Julia. Okay. For anywhere from four to 12 weeks, okay? Okay. And my argument to you is that everybody knows this song. It's been in TV shows and movies. I just heard it on Riverdale. I just feel like it's boring. Well, Wilson Pickett in 1970, the R&B blues great, recorded a cover of it in 1970, and here is his version of Sugar Sugar. I mean, this is a take off your clothes kind of a performing song if you're in the right place. You know, slowly unbuttoning. Oh, yeah. And Lori's... Is she doing it? Oh, yeah. Lori's in here showing us, you know, maybe. I'm glad the YouTube camera's off. Yeah, really? Okay, so, but here's a cool thing about this song. So, Don Kirshner, the great Don Kirshner, he promoted this song. He put it together. Andy Kim is really singing on the original. This other guy, um, Ron Dante, and then Tony Wine. He brought it out to the record guys, to the DJs. And just said, this is a, just play it. It's a mystery group. He didn't want to tell them it was the Archies because they had put out a song the year before, like the Scooby Doo song, yeah. Feeling So Good. Yeah. And it got kind of scorned and stuff. So this is how this song kicked off and people loved it. But it's Andy Kim, Ron Dante, and Tony White, who are the Archies. And it got radio airplay because Don Kirshner, the whole bit was just play this song. It's a mystery group. Right. And it went to number one all around the world. God. So do they use it in Riverdale? Is there an Archie's connection? Well, they just it played like in the background. It might have been a cover of right. it or something. The song has been covered, but I mean, I think the Wilson Pickett one takes the cake, and I'm very mad I didn't know about it. But I we think we should sing today. that one instead of uh, the other one it's because too, it's more sultry. Yeah, but we don't do sultry. We well, have we, to do well, the sugar, sugar. I think we should try it, Lori, because our other... I, 
All right, fine. Julia, but everyone, why can't we sing Racco? We can't do this. I think we could. Uh, what do you vote? I, we probably need to do the sugar, I mean, the sugary it's, pop version. Yeah. The, the bubblegum rock yeah. version that is so suited to our non-voices. But, but, yes. but on a scale of one to ten, I'm so glad you met, introduced us we're, to the Wilson Pickett we, Yeah, version we'll because play Wilson Pickett's Sugar Sugar. Maybe it can be a new staple. I, I think so, because I like Wasn't how that, that good? Yes. So you just tell right, us. Are you ready? We can yeah. Play, you know, we yeah, have about a minute 45 here. All right. 